0: Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. We have a, a bit of a catch-up episode. We're going to talk about uh, Sunday school, both uh, locally and abroad. And uh, we have Brother Julian back. Um, he's not here nearly enough, but he has a, a crazy work schedule. But when he's here, we would like to take advantage of it. Brother Julian, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. And you've been off for a couple of days, but you, you had a brutal schedule for the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, the... Uh... You know, obviously, I and I know a lot of companies are having staffing crisis, but especially in EMS, first responders, things like that. I'm a fireman, so they put us. We're working a lot right now, so. But yeah, uh, I had the last few days off. Thank God, though. So, but cool. Yeah, well, we're taking advantage of it, and this is the
0: first time in a long time that we're not recording on a Wednesday. This is actually a Tuesday, so we don't have that. Not today's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. What I mean, <laughs> in my head, it's Tuesday. That is scary. Yeah. I guess what's throwing me off is that there's daylight outside. Yeah, we're not doing after service. We, we normally <laughs> record at like eleven p.m. It is about two p.m. and that's that's a nice change. Yes. Uh, and of course we have Brother Lee here, and he is no
2: stranger to the podcast. In fact, he's here. More yeah. than Julian's here, talking. not enough, and I'm here too much. So we need to, we need
0: to <laughs> That's yeah. not where we were going with that. <laughs> no, we're happy That's that what? both you guys are here, but gonna we're going to talk here. about uh, bus ministry, about Sunday school. And I, I think, um, I, I don't know why we haven't, but on a regular basis, we, we haven't been talking about our bus ministry. I mean, we mention it. But as far as the nuts and bolts and how our day went and the, the the frustrations and the challenges plus the, you know, the victories that we have on a regular basis, we're going to start including those in this podcast. And, and that we haven't is really quite embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, you know what's
1: crazy, too? Uh, what's that? All of your guests, too, or everyone who comes and talks also on your podcast, work on bus ministry. All of them. So all of them. So, you know, yeah. like it's, it's definitely part of all of our schedules on the weekend. So, Absolutely. It's crazy. Uh, So let's go ahead and
0: talk about this week's uh, bus ministry. Now, I wasn't here in Rialto. We were doing Sunday school in Northern California. Um, So as far as you guys, Brother Julian, (laughs) I know this because I got a couple phone calls. You had some incidents with our alarm. (laughs) Yes, yeah. yeah. So
1: so, um, a little background with that alarm system. We had to get it because we uh we kept getting our catalytic converters stolen Mm. and we got our batteries stolen but not just the batteries they ripped everything out too so
0: cables destroyed the electrical oh yeah
1: so the amount of money we were pouring into the buses it was like let's just install an alarm system so we put a gate around it and then around that gate or on that gate are sensors so when you hit the gate uh where the locks are at Once they're off, it sets an alarm. And then there's also sensors on the inside of the perimeter that, so if you try to jump the gate from the sides and try to, you can't get to the buses without setting off an alarm. Well, what I was doing is when I was unlocking it, I thought maybe I could, you know, I'll just start to jiggle the gate a little bit. But in the morning, I did that. I was like, oh, no. I was like, got to turn this off, turn this off. And then so, and I did, did it call you? Yeah. Did it call you? They right? called me both times. Okay. <laughs> and so then, but what was weird is I got an alarm and I pushed that it was a false alarm on my phone.
0: Well, they called and hung up immediately oh, I mean, so in the morning, but at night, they actually talked
1: to me. Okay. And then, yeah, and then at night, I was just, uh, it was after dinner, after Sunday night service. Uh, we came back from our restaurant. I was like, you know what? Let me make sure the gates are locked. And I noticed one wasn't locked and I shook the gate and the alarm went off again. I was like, no, no,
0: no, hey, no. It no,
2: works. No. <laughs> yeah, it works.
0: Yeah, for those uh that aren't living in California, I-, I hear it's a national problem. It's not just California, but the catalytic converter being stolen, it's a big deal. <laughs> it is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um we had I think it was close to by the time it was said and done about twelve to fourteen thousand dollars worth of damage done mm-hmm. on our vehicles. Um, and as Brother Julian said, uh, we've we tried everything to protect these things as far as parking them right in front of the church where they can't be taken. And they don't care. You they care. don't care where they're at. They're in and out in two minutes. The odds of someone catching them is so low when they do it You know, as early in the morning as they do. So we had to take some extreme measures, like you said. <clears throat> we built an entire enclosure on our parking lot out of chain link. We have uh, ADT installed wireless sensors all around it. We have a horn, a strobe, a siren that goes off. It's bonkers and stupid that we have to even deal with this stuff, but whatever, that's yeah, life, it,
1: yeah. and it's
0: the price of bus ministry, and it's a price we're willing to pay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's that's that's part of what you're going to encounter once you start giving your church over to bus ministry. Is is yes, there are challenges, there are frustrations. There's insurance problems. There's bus drivers not having enough bus drivers. There's you know what getting up Sunday morning and there's no gas in the vehicles. There's all of these issues in paperwork and inspections and it's annoying. But as we can all attest, it's worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. And then
1: California makes it a little
0: bit harder too. A little
1: you know, bit. You know, uh, the California emission laws and all that. Now, God so bless So that causes California. another problem. So if
0: you're back east and you can buy a 1975 72 passenger bus and run it with no Nobody giving you a difficult time. Count your blessings. Hug your governor. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because we uh, are in California, and we have restrictions that are just absurd. Diesel completely is going out by the, when is it, 35, when you can no longer even sell them, I think. But we will not be able to run any of our diesel vehicles that are older than 2010 by 2023. Mm -hmm. So we're going to lose the ones that we even have. Um, And so we have to go to gas or to a brand-new 2010 Or newer bus, which if you price those things, we're talking like $60,000 for a bus. Yeah, I know. Yeah, who's got
1: it? It's a a charity, guys. (laughs) We're not making money off of this, you know? Exactly. But, you know, some of the logistics over the weekend that we faced. so, obviously, I, I, I woke you up.
0: <laughs> For the record, I was, well, the first one I was, was. not awake, but the second one I
1: was. Um, the, uh, but on Saturday, so we had our bus outreach, we actually, which was combined with our college and career. So they got to tag along with a lot of our uh, routes at, because um, there was also the Riverside event going on. And so some of our bus workers weren't there. While we were able to fill in those with some of the college and career so that was really cool. They went out, and we will talk about the outreach and some of the fun things that happened. Uh, uh, should we talk about that now? Yeah, Where's let's we, do it. Okay, so. talk
0: about. Hey, I'll talk about outreach up north too. Okay, because outreach just works, so no matter where you're at. Yeah, it's cool.
1: Absolutely. But. And so, uh, so the college and career came, and uh, a lot of them that showed up are. Either they used to do bus ministry, like Caleb and Eunice. Like, they showed up to do outreach, and they so they tagged along. And
0: <clears throat> and they're rock stars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they've been great, there, yeah, done yeah. it. They know the kids, know a lot of them. They know what it's like.
1: Because we don't go, again, our – so bus ministry, it doesn't work in the rich neighborhoods. But it also doesn't work in the poor, 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 poor neighborhoods. Meaning, like, picking up, like, if I say it this way, like, homeless. You know, it's not, it's not what it's for. It's that upper – lower class you know like where we
0: go but for for the record anybody listening we'll pick up if you want to ride we'll give you a ride I don't
1: care yeah but what I mean is where we actually go knock doors like the neighborhoods we go to I don't want to seem like we're going to some like Taj Mahal neighborhoods like so these uh, college and career they come in, uh, come with us and a lot of them already have the experience they know where we're going you know they know that it's not it's not the pretty neighborhoods it's the rough neighborhoods that where our routes are established at right now and they go and they, they had a great outreach they had um uh, Caleb was saying that he knocked a door and some lady was like I've been wanting to go to that church for five yeah. years like I've been wanting to come that's and awesome. then they're like uh, or they'll be like oh yeah that's where you guys do that harvest fest and you know like, like that the big old event you guys do on <clears throat> Halloween and we just had some uh, we had one group from my outreach uh, they go and they knocked a bunch of doors <laughs> and, we all, and we all got together and uh, talk about, you know, who's going to possibly come the next day. And one lady came the next day and she got the Holy Ghost. So cool. Know? So, <clears throat>
0: so cool. So really cool. Did you guys hear that? They did outreach, knocked on a door. First time they've ever knocked on the door as uh-huh. far as I know. Yep. She answered. She was nice. She showed up the next day and we had some challenges with that. She actually ended up missing the bus. If yeah, I got that Yeah, right. she missed the bus. She mm-hmm. drove here on her own and God filled her with the Holy Ghost her first time here. Yep. Now, that doesn't happen every Saturday.
1: No, no, it doesn't. But it does happen. But it's a faith builder. That's for <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, it sure yeah, is. made me want to go knock doors on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you yeah. know? So,
0: so uh, for those that, that may not be familiar with what you were talking about as far as the demographic, like what what is the, if you had to pick, Brother Lee, Brother Julian, the perfect area to do bus ministry in, what would that look like for a church that's maybe just now getting I'll get into this? Uh, my first answer is apartments are a really good place to start. Mm -hmm. And there's several reasons. First of all, there's a lot of doors that you don't have to walk very far to get to. So you can cover a lot of ground quick. So one person could knock, you know, uh, say 50 doors in an hour. I think that's safe to say. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, a couple people. Um, And then as far as the type of apartments, like, like, again, what Brother Julian was saying, the... (laughs) I'm just gonna say this, okay? The more money you have, the less likely they are to ride our buses. Yeah, it is that's it <laughs> it's what it is,
1: yeah. It's mm-hmm. they,
0: they it, usually have their own vehicles, um, and they usually are you know, they're 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 fine taking their own and they're they're not inclined to accept a ride on a bus. However, we still invite everybody absolutely. but in that demographic of of what apartment we would typically choose someone uh, or an area that's that's it's rough. Let's just put it that way. Our our Rialto's not known for Fancy homes, mm-hmm. well,
1: that's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, we can pretty much hit any apartment complex in Rialto and, and know they're probably in our in our area or in in what we're looking for. But if you got some fancy condos, you're probably not going to have the results that you would in a rougher area. Right. That's just the reality of it. And yes, you can do outreach, and God can do anything anywhere. But let's go where the most good is likely to be accomplished. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean the
2: the affluent, nice neighborhoods—they're probably going to be a little s- skeptical or suspicious yeah. of you or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But
1: I was listening to on uh, so Brother Nathaniel Urshan, he talks about you know starting bus ministries and outreach and all that. and He said it's the lower upper class. That's like or but it's the lower upper class, but also the upper. Lower class, <laughs> like it's like it's a really hard. A where, oh yeah, it's like the way he says it, like it's just like it's somewhere like in there. It's not it's, it's not the the down like the really really poor, but it's not like that. You know, it's like where like where it grows best is like right there in that middle. You know, because so because these kids, you know, it's just it's. But so we a rough picked game. up. We'll get anyone we again. We
0: up the entire entire range and.
1: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean like that's what we're only do, but anyway, so. We went and we, we had great outreach on Saturday. Um, and then, uh, so right after outreach, me and a couple of the guys, we came and we had to wash the buses. It's been like a, probably a month or two before we did it. Um, a couple of young guys came and helped me. We pressure washed the buses. We just did a real quick job on them. And uh, and then, but at that same time, our mechanic, brother Guillermo, he was also down here making sure that the buses uh, the batteries were good on them. Uh, we had a couple of blinker problems on one of them. And he's- our poor
0: buses. It seems like every Sunday one of them has a dead battery. I don't know what the deal is. I, I think there's a gremlin that comes in and like turns on all the lights in the middle of the night. I don't know what it is, but we yeah. can replace the batteries, brand new batteries. And there must be a short somewhere that we just can't trace down. I don't know, but yeah. these things are dead every Sunday. Well, Guillermo's working on it, but the, so he's you know he wants to fix that. God but, bless, yeah. brother Guillermo. I know. And he's even if again, even course. if we got to pull the posts off these. Batteries every every Sunday. I'm, I'd rather do that mm-hmm. than deal with jumping them every Sunday. It's mm-hmm. getting really frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> and not on you, brother G. That's not what I'm talking about.
1: Really, it's, I, just... it's
0: the buses themselves are older. I mean, yeah. we we bought what we could afford, and that means sometimes we don't get the best
1: quality. But hey, well, they, cool. they limp around. What was cool, though, is he wasn't only just checking the batteries. He was making sure that the tanks were full. So he was driving them to the gas station, filling them up, driving them back. So Brother
0: Guillermo is a relatively new addition to relatively. I say, you know, in the last year, he's been helping mechanically. um, And it has really, it's already started to make a difference. But to see someone that is mechanically inclined and invested, Mm -hmm. and his wife is on bus ministry, and uh, just to see his burden for it, we have needed that piece we've really needed that you know we went to fresno and a few other churches visiting and saw you know they have mechanics full-time their entire paid position is to be a mechanic to buses that's it yeah and so when i went there one time like they had a transmission out of the bus or rebuilding the transmission on the church parking lot i was like dude these guys are beasts now we haven't got that far but brother guillermo is making a big difference already yeah
1: and, you know, and so he went down there. He was doing all that, making sure they were all... And I was trying to stay out of his way because I'm putting water everywhere. So we're, so we're working together. And uh, he took care of all of that. Uh, he got all the buses ready to go for Sunday yeah. morning. And then... Uh, oh, uh, and then just making sure that all our paperwork... Because I knew we had a bunch of kids that are brand new. So, you know, uh, when it comes to brand new bus kids, one of the things I had to focus on this weekend is making sure that background checks were done for the kids that are over 18 that are joining bus ministry. Uh, making sure that. Um, so you know, so. For, for that's not
0: background checks on our riders. That's background checks on our workers. Yes, Just that are say.
1: that are over 18. Yeah. So, you know, but there's, so there's a lot of logistics that went on this weekend to make sure that uh, bus ministry it's is a ready to go for it. Sunday morning. So, you
0: got to get permission slips for every kid that rides the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes in the excitement of, hey, this family's coming, that gets it slips through the cracks. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's stuff that when you need it, you absolutely have to have it. You know, if that parent. It can't figure out where their child went, and they snuck on our bus, and we didn't have a permission slip signed by them. We could get in some serious trouble. Exactly. Yep. So we got to be really, really cautious that we're we're doing all of those annoying little things. Yeah. Anyway,
1: I guess one more logistic we did this weekend too. Uh, me and sister Kim was uh, she went and she went and bought like we do like a Sunday morning when we meet we do the the breakfast for the bus workers that show up. It's a really small snack with like like a little juice, and then we do coffee. Well, we went and we went shopping for that, so we went make sure we had all this stuff ready. So it was Sunday morning,
0: yeah. So let's that. let's go through a quick um, Saturday Sunday morning. So Saturdays, we get here at ten. We pray from ten to ten thirty. Ten thirty, everybody kind of breaks into their little groups. So we have a lot of outreach that goes on in our church. Um, it could be anything from, uh, or one of our care groups, you know, the the fabulous forties or the the teenagers or whatever. You know, they're all doing an outreach on a, on a Saturday which may or may not tie in with our bus ministry the way it did this week with college and career but so we'll have that group we'll have phone call outreach we'll have uh you know of course bus ministry and you know there may might be 50 60 people here mm-hmm. and so then they break in into those three groups we'll bring donuts for everybody to to eat and then every route kind of again subgroups themselves and then they kind of orientate and everybody decides who goes where and then they all go off or what, what's a normal length of outreach on on a, on a route or <clears throat> what should <laughs> what should <laughs> the the perfect length be
1: well I know uh sometimes people uh, based on their personal schedule like sometimes they'll just do like follow-up which I think could take about an hour you know that that's a that's a quick one so but follow-up to me is not outreach yet
0: it's important this uh, is raw and unedited. I don't know if we ever mentioned that.
1: But, uh, I just got a phone
0: call while I was in the middle of that. Um, what, what
1: was I saying? Uh, we were before? talking about... Um, typical outreach? Oh, typical outreach length. Like, how long should it be? So, Oh, yeah. So, oh, follow-up. So well, follow-up yeah. to me is, is essential,
0: but it's still not outreach. You're yes. not reaching out yet.
1: Right. So until
0: you've reached beyond your route that already comes, you have not done outreach. Mm-hmm. So it's essential but if that's all you do every week, you're never going to see growth. Right. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In and fact, it's going to shrink.
1: It will. It, yeah. yeah. So we, that's actually, so this Saturday for my route, we went and we knocked, so we have an apartment complex that we had just haven't hit every single door in a while. So we just started hitting and we had a couple of new bus workers and, start and we just, we got about half of it done in about an hour and we had to go to our other apartment complex and do the other hour of like following up and also, but. Follow-up, though, when I'm on follow-up, for me personally, I'm not just following on the kids I know. If I see someone around that I don't know who you are, Absolutely. I'm going to go and be like, hey, yeah, we're here. We're talking about outreach. Let me go and talk to your parents. You, you want to come with them tomorrow? So uh, to me, it, it's, it's follow-up is mixed with outreach at the same time. But I want to make sure that these kids are going to be ready the next morning at the same time.
0: So. Yeah, if you're driving to an isolated house, why not have two or three bus workers with you knock the doors on either side, mm-hmm. two or three on either side, even if it's follow-up, right? Right. Or if you're dropping off and picking up kids, it drives me bonkers when we drive past. You know, We're sitting there with the bus, idling on the side. We have this bus with our church signage on it, people making balloons, and there's like a, a yard with five kids in it playing, and no one even goes to Right. I'm like, what an mm. opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> That's how we picked up several of our... In fact, Furman came not from outreach. He... Walked up to our bus I was like, While we were parked it. on the side That's cool His dad walked up So um, My point is Don't ignore anybody no. ever, yeah. ever 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 mm-hmm. <clears throat> So if you see a body Give them a flyer That's important too To keep your flyers on the bus Because yeah. how many times Are we
2: scrambling Nobody can find a flyer It's just uh, yeah. Drives you nuts Well so let me Can I uh, me jump in And tell you how Please. My last Saturday went So now I didn't make it And I did have no good I, I don't even know what I did But I couldn't make it But Liz is great um, she's my bus captain uh, of communicating and find out. And she said, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it today. Be- but she had a worthy cause. She was getting ready for the, uh, for the closet, the, um, Modest, the closet. modesty closet <clears throat> for the girls. So we'll she talk was about gonna, that. That's, so she's going to be tied up with that. And I said, okay. And I go, you know what? I don't think I'm going to make it. I can't remember what it was, but it was nothing very worthwhile uh, <laughs> as far as. as, far as <laughs> so I'm being brutally honest. Okay. But well, here, here's a new one. I want to give a shout out for um, Josh. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, so we got a good team, though and so he was here and Brother Gavin because it was whatever outreach he took him out on. and so he did the follow up and hit all of our places so he made the connection to everybody and found out who all was going to be able to make it and who wasn't 11. and we did that but uh, so so communication I think is something good get with your team make sure you communicate that you know and, and you know and if, he, if you know this is this is great she she's contacting them all the time anyway through texting calling and whatever but that personal face to face is good so if you can't do it get somebody there <clears throat> yep. Um, so she does a great job at that. But one of the things going back to what I like to do when I am there, which I usually am, but brother I, Lee is super <laughs> consistent. He's yeah. he's throwing himself under
0: the bus yes. under the. But,
2: uh-huh. there we go. Uh, but one thing I, I definitely try to do when I I like I, I'm always watching for people walking around, and uh, I, I'd much rather. I mean, we'll leave flyers on doors and stuff like that, but I'd rather talk to somebody. So, And, and that happens. So we're hitting this new that new Crossroads apartment complex, I think it is, the one across south, the road. South <laughs> Street. Right across uh, by Riverside and, and south street. San Bernardino on the left. It's that part, you know, as you go past the intersection down here, go up over and you go, start to go up the hill right on the left.
0: Big, oh, huge Oh, complexes. okay, okay. On the other crossroads. side of Riverside Avenue? Yeah. On, okay, on, on, yeah. On the,
2: past in, the park. On the east side, yeah. Okay. Just Just past the park, right up the hill. And I mean, the place is huge. There are so many places, and we've been at that. But like you said, you mentioned Furman, Well, a guy came up, and that's the uh, well. You know, somebody else, Liz and I are going to follow up with. But just people coming up and and talk to you, talking to you, and then it's neat when when again when when they recognize and say, oh, well yo, you're the ones that have the harvest. So that's really a your
0: cool bus thing. is a rolling billboard. <clears throat> so not to have that, I not 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 to have that because sometimes you just can't. You got to have a driver to drive it. <clears throat> But if it's there and not to point at it, say that's our bus, it gives you instant credibility. I was listening to a podcast from Brother Ray Munoz, and uh, there was a church that that picked up people in their car, which is you, you got to start somewhere. Right. But there is something weird about a, somebody picking up a kid in a car, you know, right. versus a a labeled, signed, wrapped bus. <clears throat> it just gives you credibility. Right. Yeah. So to point at that, say, hey, that will come by every. Sunday morning, we'll, we'll pick you guys up. It really, you know, to have it there and not use it right. is a shame.
1: That's one of the reasons why, because we can't take our buses every single weekend, but we all wear shirts. Yes. We have a shirt that are, our shirts are orange and they say Holy Ghost Riders on the front left, like a chest area, and then it says it across the back too. To yeah, this is,
0: that's right. not essential, but man, it adds so much because it, it, it doesn't matter what head is on top of the shirt. Uh-huh. They just see the shirt and know, oh, you're with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. You could be brand new. It could be your first Saturday, but you have instant credibility yep. because you are wearing the shirt.
1: Yeah, and the same thing, like, and I also recommend when you go on outreach, always have something in your hands, whether if it's a bag of candy or a balloon animal or something like that. Something, you know, it makes you more approachable, especially for kids and families and stuff. And, um, you know, and just, you know, and me, it's funny. Uh, so Caleb, this is one of his first, like, not, I should say his first, but... He was like, man, going on Sunday school outreach with your wife, it's a lot easier, you know, because you're knocking about you're knocking someone's door talking about, hey, would you mind? You know, we got this program. We pick up kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, you got your wife with you. And so they're like, okay, a man and his wife. Then I was like, wait until you have kids. It gets even easier because I'll have my daughters on my shoulders and I'm talking about bus. You just look like, like, okay, like this guy is like he's not just some random guy talking about wanting to take my kids to church. You know, it's like, no. And I always come at an approach of like, hey, we're here to take the family. Like, everyone's welcome. You know, Absolutely. I don't ever just say, but then they're like, oh, I don't know. I, I get off of work and that I always tell them, well, if you're comfortable, we can take your kids too. So, <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat>
0: That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So outreach just flat out works. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you about our, our Saturday outreach. So I was in Northern California. We were up at San Lorenzo with Brother Dunahoe. Um, and so he is relatively new pastor there since May. So he hasn't been there a super long time. So he's kind of you know getting jump-started Sunday school. So he wanted to uh, get a lot of people in outreach to, to get kids there for the children's revival. So he just mentioned to his church, and it's not a, a huge church. I mean, it's a good, good church, really good church. <clears throat> but half the church literally showed up for outreach. Oh, that's cool. It was so cool for kids. 50-plus people are there to do outreach for kids. And he didn't expect that, so he didn't have all the flyers that he needed, so he's scrambling to get church cards and all this stuff. It was a great problem. But we went out, and again, we, we didn't know the city. I didn't know the city at all. I said, let's just go to apartment complex that are a little on the rougher side. And that's where we went. <clears throat> so showed up. It was me, Brother Dunahoe, and they, this little girl. Her name was Leah. She is six years old and a firecracker. Like, she is one of those that... I told him, I said, I'm 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 gonna fly you down every Saturday. <laughs> she is so amazing. Um, just cute as can be, but when the door opens, she's not afraid, she's not shy. Uh, so so mm-hmm. door would open, I'd start the conversation, and she would instantly go, and there's a candy rain, just like just as as cute as you can imagine. Cool. I don't care how standoffish the person behind the door was, they melted. Every time because this just cute little girl mm-hmm. telling them about you know candy rain, we're giving away stuff. And the conversation was so easy after that. So having, having like you you already mentioned, having your, your wife or your or, or your kids with you, especially a kid that's not afraid to to show them how excited they are about Sunday school. Mm-hmm. This little girl was pumped. <clears throat> and so she was telling everybody about it. Um, so this is really exciting. We knocked this apartment complex. Two families that we personally invited were there Sunday morning. That's so cool. So one of them comes walking down the aisle, and Brother Dunnaghal, hey, Morgan, Michael, good to see you. And I said, we invited. And, of course, they weren't in the house. They were out playing ball. He had a dodgeball. He was out playing. The mom was sitting next to him, and they're the ones that came. And then another one. I didn't. I didn't see the other family that was there, so I don't know who they were. But two families that we personally invited showed up to church that morning. That's so cool. So for anybody that says outreach
1: doesn't work or it's a waste of time, you're, you're nuts. Especially Sunday school bus outreach. It's you know I know you, I've heard it in your testimony a few times. You know where you talk about like you know growing up, we did outreach, knock doors, come to my church, you know blah blah. blah. But it's something exciting we talk about bus ministry, Sunday school. We talk about all these things. It, yeah. it works. It yeah. works.
0: Man, I, I, I'll i give the 22nd version of this. But I, I went on outreach until I was 20 years old and never brought one person to God, to church. Never had them show up, not once in 20 years. Um, I obviously wasn't very good at it, but in one Saturday of, of doing Sunday school outreach, I had like four or five people come the first Saturday I did Sunday school outreach, And I remember thinking, why why have I wasted 20 years doing that style? And that first Sunday, an adult came that I invited, yeah, because I invited the kids. I mean, I invited them through the kids to accompany the kids, and that's how it started. So, man, it just works. It just works. It's so exciting. So, bus ministry. When you guys ran the buses on Sundays, did you guys encounter any mechanical issues? Or did Brother G um, them all I think
1: off? Sunday morning we were pretty set because he was here Saturday putting nice. putting in some work, and so Sunday morning I didn't have any problems. I know the week before we did, <laughs> so we had a dead bus and we had to actually borrow uh, our youth shuttle. But um, but this Sunday we were it was, well. I showed up. Um, I showed up here. So we meet here at eight fifteen. Is when I ask all the bus workers to be here Sunday morning to do prayer before we leave. But. Um, a lot of work behind the scenes starts early as 7.30, so maybe even sooner. Yeah. So I get here at 7.30. If you're running a bus ministry and you start
0: service at 10, just plan on getting to the church at 7.30 if you're heading it up. Yeah. Or if you're trying to be the one that makes sure the buses are pulled up and started. Yep.
1: So I I, I come and I start the buses, and that's when I started waking you up, too. I want to let you know I'm starting the buses. <laughs> yeah. Well well played. I'm <laughs> <Nah>, just kidding. <laughs> so you were just so, trying to involve me from yeah, the distance. Yeah. I like that. There you go. And so, I've uh, got the buses started and pulled them up. And uh, I also, you know, because some of ours are diesel, so they need to be warmed up before they're driven anyway. So, I let them run so that the engine's get all warmed.
0: And air brakes.
1: And air brakes, yep. Make we sure so um, good.
0: Well, you know, there's a couple that are air brakes and air ride. Mm-hmm. So, the suspension doesn't even ride, you know, raise for five minutes. You know, you can't, you yeah. physically cannot drive them until the, the suspension for five up, minutes. Yep. Yeah. What were you gonna say, really? Yeah. So
2: it, it's not necessarily a mechanical or physical problem, but maybe more logistical problem that okay. often impacts us. I don't know. I don't know if it's really a problem though. Is a lot of times because we have to double up because of lack of drivers. <clears throat> um, lack of drivers so, is a big problem. Yeah. And so here's what sometimes happens. And, and 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 you mentioned something. I'll come back to it if I remember it. Is uh, so our our route is pretty close to the church, and uh, so we'll go and say okay to help to speed things up to get people back is a bus will go out and get kids and they'll come back and circle back and get ours well a lot of times we'll go out but like Liz will go in her car or I'll go in mine and we'll go to our two different areas and it's like okay I got two kids is it worth sending the bus out to get them so a lot of times we'll just bring the kids back in our cars so they miss that experience so I guess from that and going back to something about having a bus wrapped you know and singing and all that it's kind of it 's probably boring. I know they get to take the bus home, but um, but so that 's kind of something we probably need to kind of uh, yeah. work on a little bit but uh, I mean I think it works we have fun in the car, we talk you know, and we you, we get a personal experience, but they 're missing out on that bus yeah. experience maybe so yeah, so if you have a bus ministry, just know going
0: in that getting enough drivers is always a challenge. I've never, ever had a had a church say we have enough drivers or too many drivers. It's just not a conversation you'll ever have. <clears throat> not, it seems like uh, as we gain drivers in Rialto, we lose someone that's been driving for years. Mm-hmm. And it's not a person that doesn't want to drive anymore. Sometimes it's uh, physical. Sometimes it's, you know, maybe they get a ticket you know, or something and our insurance won't cover them. You know, there's all kinds of things that can eliminate a driver. So that's another reason I drive like a grandma by the way
2: in case anybody wonders why
0: I never speed that's why because I don't want to lose my bus do mess with my
1: bus ministry <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I really do I drive oh. I drive the speed limit people get so bothered and I'm like the,
1: uh, yeah, too we too hard have, for that we have uh, six routes and we have six drivers right now so Oof. when one person has to be out of town for work or like you're out of Boy, town well you work
0: a lot yeah, I, and I then I was again. out of town this mm-hmm. weekend, and there are legitimate reasons that we absolutely you know we don't want to do those. I mean, whatever we want to do the work of God, but but you, it, it's really frustrating. Yeah. <clears throat> so our poor blue and purple route have been combined so many times; they've actually developed their own name. They call it the Blurple route. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and it, yeah. But when we're you know when we've got all six, you know every single one gets their own route and everything, and but we need you know like we we're saying. We we got a few more drivers and then a few more medical, you know, like we had to get the medical done, whatever problem may be. And so, but we, we need them back
0: so bad. So, oh, bad. so bad. I actually so, text three of them and was just like,
1: um praying for you. We need you. <laughs> so, how we look. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, bad. So, so we will see. Yeah. Once we, but, um, so the, the driving situation the the drivers know which route they're going to drive the day before. So I send everyone a text message like, Hey, like, here are the routes for tomorrow. And I already know that they're committed, you know, like they're not going to, you know, they don't have to work for anything the next day. So I usually text them the night before, like, hey, here are the routes. And so everyone knows. Maybe I should include the captains more so that they know, too, like, hey, we're going to be combined with the purple and blue route. So, so I'll keep that in, in mind. Head. Well, like Brother Lee
0: said about the wake-up team that they do, that makes such a difference. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're running a route... <clears throat> You, you, you just know that you're going to stop at a door. You're going to have 10-minute wait while that kid gets ready. Go to the next stop. You're going to have the same issue. However, if that's a problem, what the Purple Route does is they go out in their own personal vehicles, wake them up. And then the kids get on the bus within seconds. Literally, the mm-hmm. stop is you stop, kids get on, close the doors, move. And that's because they've already done the footwork ahead of time. So we can pick up your route in probably a fourth of normal time mm-hmm. if you guys do that work. The problem is you guys don't get to ride the bus because you have a car there. Mm-hmm. And so they have to drive back on their own. <clears throat> but it does, it does work. So if you've got a long route, wake up teams are the answer. Yeah. We used to years ago have someone that would meet here at the church 15 minutes before the bus went out and they would drop people off on the routes so they're wake-up drivers and they would pick up say five people and they drop them off at five stops and then each of those people would wake up the people in their area and then get on the bus with that kid yeah Um, so maybe that's somebody in the church that doesn't have another maybe they don't want to join bus ministry but they want to do something yeah. Wake-up drivers are great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm
0: going to write that down. Wake-up drivers needed. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so 7.30, you get here, you get the buses started, pull them up. 8.15 is when uh, the prayer starts. We pray from 8.15 until 8.30. At 8.30, we just do like a 10-minute sharing of information. And then you typically, well, you started something pretty cool in the last month or two about uh picking a a, a yep. captain to share just ideas or tips and tricks yep
1: because uh we have so many new driver or sorry so many new uh bus workers that training is almost it's really hard to get together you know everyone's schedule is so crazy i can't just be like hey this saturday we're like you know we're so much going on around in the church so instead i started implementing on every single sunday morning once we have our bus meeting at 8:30 after prayer we I asked one of the captains to do something where they talk about something they did for outreach or whatever, so that we everyone's getting some type of training and learning. So but this Saturday, uh, sister Liz talked and she talked about our modesty closet. So our modesty closet started around uh, right when COVID really hit, and so we were getting it implemented. and Then COVID hit, and then it she was still working on it, getting it all set up and stuff. But we weren't able to use it like how we wanted it to be. So now we're trying to really get it back in everyone's mind. Like, hey, this thing is made. She's put in a ton of work doing working in this closet. Let's
0: it's- describe what that is because some people don't know what a modesty closet is. I'd never heard of it before we went to Baton Rouge mm-hmm. to commit conference. And the, the concept is so out of the box as far as—it's um, just something I'd never even heard of. So you have bus kids that you, you pick up, especially young ladies, mm-hmm. that, that aren't dressed apostolic, and not, but many of them want to be. Mm-hmm. And as they develop more in God, they, maybe they get the Holy Ghost, get baptized, and they start to realize that I'm, I'm, I look different. I dress different than, than these others here. And so we don't push this on them. We don't tell them they must do this. But we make it available to them. It's a it's a room that they have decorated very nicely. They painted it. They put on some really, I think it's wallpaper or wall yeah, hangings and, and like curtains and a full-length mirror. People in the church have donated lots and lots of beautiful clothes for these girls. And they can go up there and basically pick the clothes out that they want, change into it. They'll even, do they do their hair and stuff? I think yeah. they have a place to yeah, do their yeah,
1: hair. Yep, they get like a little, like a... Uh, like, makeover, yeah, like a, <clears throat> a like a hygiene kit kind of thing, like hairspray, a comb, like all that stuff. They, they get in a little package still, like, so, you know, cool. so And then at the same time, Sister Liz, she's working together on being a like a like a brochure that they get, but it's really explaining what holiness is and why it's so important in our lives. Uh-huh. But I think she kind of just they do it kind of like from a talking point right now where they teach, you know, and they, they kind of say what it is. <clears throat> but, I love it. Um, so. Sunday morning she came And she talked about Like hey yeah you know, This is what it is This is where it's, for. This is where it's located In our church um, So uh, some of the bus workers Were able to go up And look at it So they know what It looks like So then they could tell Like hey you want to go up there It looks really nice it's, Rather than it just being like Oh well we got clothes In a storage unit It's not like that It's really nice And then um, So I offered I said like, hey Any kid that wants to Go up there And get something uh, Elizabeth was like We have a bunch of sweaters We could just give them Just bring them And we'll give them a sweater or, and then um, and then one of the girls came Sunday night for service so I saw her walk in she was uh, she was dressed just like in her regular clothes but I, I went and grabbed my wife I was like hey we had a bus girl show up see if she wants to go up there Sister Liz wasn't here yet because um, it was like early prayer still and then, so I went and Kim went and she tapped her on her shoulder she said yeah I'll go she was kind of really shy at first she went up there and she came out she had a full length skirt long Come sleeve on now. and she had, a, she had a little bag that she got like a little purse bag that was in there and she came out came almost like she her like she was shy at first, and after a while she had a big old smile on her yeah. face and everything. She came out and she was so happy. Yeah. And a lot of the bus workers that didn't know that she, I don't maybe they didn't know she went up there, but they were like, "Look how she's dressed. Look at like look how pretty so she cool. looks," you know. So they I think were
2: really I know who, who I saw a young lady at church, and I go, "I bet you she went to the she did, closet. she yeah. did." She and that's, so what cool. you know, exactly. that's what it's
1: all about, you so. know. That's what it's all about.
2: We don't push it on them. We don't nope. embarrass
0: them by saying they need to dress a different way, but we do make it available to them. And you know, when they take advantage of it, it really does... They, they're different people. They don't even look like the same person. Yeah. It's so cool.
1: And it's cool because uh, Brother Danny's been inspired again to do the boys' one, and he wants to call it the gentleman's room. So so whenever... <laughs> sounds like a restroom, but... <laughs> it does. Well, a gentleman's closet or something like closet that. sounds better. Maybe it was a closet he I used. Know. So that did sound like a restaurant. Maybe said the gentleman's closet. Now so. the boys is is a
0: little bit different.
1: Uh, it is, look, but 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 but, but he wants are, something available.
0: No, I think it's great. Yeah. These boys, genuine. You know, all they have is short sleeves and shorts. Sometimes that's all yeah, they have. Yeah. We're in California. They don't even know what long pants look like, and so we just make it available to them. It's mm-hmm. super cool. I love it. And people in the church donate this stuff. It doesn't cost us a dime. Yeah. So yeah. I love yeah. that she's doing that. Um. So I know we spent. Thirty-eight minutes now talking about bus finish. I had a feeling this would happen. That's good. Uh, we don't spend enough time on it. Um, so you guys picked up um, six think. routes or five routes? How many How many routes did we run this time?
1: Uh, we ran about six routes, but five buses combined. Six, okay. Yeah. So I picked up twenty-seven on my route this Sunday, which Ready. is a you know pre-COVID we were running actually less than that. We weren't hitting now. We're hitting consistently over twenty-five. So we had picked up twenty-seven. Um, four of them were adults, which is really cool. So. Sweet. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So green route. I, I don't know everyone's numbers off the top of my head, but uh, we brought in. I, I didn't know there's quite a bit of kids though. So we had a lot of kids. That <laughs> I came, love it. So I, I wish I could say the number, but no. For um,
0: for know. everybody that that doesn't know bus ministry, you know, the more kids you get, the more problems you're going to experience. And if you don't want problems, don't pick up kids. That's just <laughs> the way it is. Right. Um, so. Just know that it will it will affect the dynamics of your class a little bit, but you deal with it. You just work through it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we've had to work through is we had some, some rough boys coming, and we're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we love them. We want them to come, but we can't let them act like, you know, to the distraction of others. Um, and you did a really cool thing. You told the parents... That we want your kids to come. However, we have to have you with them. Yep. And if, if you don't attend with them, then they won't be allowed to come. Yep.
1: And it worked, right? It Didn't worked. you have two
0: parents yeah, show two, up?
1: Two parents showed up and they rode with their, their kids. And, and, I, and I just told them once they start acting up in Sunday school, I hey, I'll go send you to your mom right now. They were like, oh, 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 oh. And, okay. you know, and then it stopped. So. But how
0: cool. It's like these kids are helping us with revival. Mm-hmm. You know, They're bringing their parents.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the they can't. Yeah, parents they, by their bad behavior. <laughs> I know. And they, and they seem to have really enjoyed service, too. They went to the new uh, commerce cool. class. Uh, love it. But at Acosta, they really enjoyed it. So, But they're coming again next week because it was nice. two weeks you have to come with them. So, and then after that, they seem they're doing good, you know, we'll start. So I yeah. love it. So, that's one way to deal with discipline on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else novel or creative happen dropping them off? I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah nothing i don't think anything so we did the drop off uh the space so basically as we're sunday schools dismissed we have each bus pull up to the front and then we'll start trying to dismiss them in an orderly fashion where it's like one route at a time and then once we know that they're fully loaded up because we don't want the kids running through the parking lot there's a lot of vehicles some people are showing up late for church and we don't want any accidents to happen so we try to do it orderly we Get the kids loaded up, and then um, I think all the routes went good on the way home. Yeah. I usually we don't, that's usually the drop off. Now, we did uh, start implementing something though uh, this Sunday with the drop off, and that's with our bus workers. We have so many bus workers who just joined, and a lot of them are really young.
0: It's a great problem that I can't imagine very many people have that we have. Not too many. I don't want to ever say that. Right. We have an abundance yeah. of bus workers, um, to the point that we need vehicles and drivers to accommodate them. Mm-hmm. Like we have, we could fill up buses with our workers. Yeah, it's wild. What do we yeah. have? Like fifty plus workers? It's now? a lot. Yeah, we got a lot. <laughs> a lot. That's it's it's great. But some of our vehicles aren't big. Things to California making us get rid of our big diesels, and we have these smaller gas. So we might have eight bus workers on some of these smaller buses that's half full before yeah. we leave the parking lot yeah, that's know. that's absurd it's, so
1: and so uh for the drop off we try to run i guess the way to say it's like a skeleton crew just like less people because uh with the younger kids anyone who's 16 and below we they go in church now and then we try to use the older kids uh to go to uh to take the kids home. So that they're not missing so much service. So and then our yep. goal is to try that, to quickly come back in. Well, and one thing it does is it, it
0: tests their motivation for bus ministry. Is it so they can get out of church? I don't think <laughs> I don't there's guess. very much of that. But it does, you know, if they know they're not getting out of it, then, you know, it, it's all just, you know, the 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 ministry aspect. So I, it'll really test the metal. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll find out who's serious and who's not. Yeah.
1: Well, it, yeah. it, it, I didn't get any kickback, you know. So I, I don't, I don't expect it, was, it. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we implemented that this Sunday too. Just to, I want to make, and then we had, of course, guest speakers. So Brother Candido Dare was here, so I was like, please everyone, try to get back quickly so we can listen to Brother Candido Dare in the morning. And then uh, I, I told everyone, please invite all your blessed kids Sunday night for Brother Cody Marks. So he was here Sunday night with us too. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's go through our. Sunday school. Yeah. So we talked about peer pressure here in Rialto. I say we loosely.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, you guys. And team uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and how did you guys address that? You started off with Delaney doing the creative intro. How'd that... What happened there?
2: Uh,
1: did she... I don't know if she did it. I don't think she did. I
2: think, yeah. Was
1: she still on the bus? Did they show I up? I do no. she, she was having like... She like scratched her eye. Scratched oh. her eye? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So she was like... Hurting, like she well she, she did
2: come in because then did she, she do that yeah because then, part? Yeah, then I mean, she's like think. peer pressure like you know because she's squinting her eyes like you're peering out at somebody and because you, you got all this pressure in your eye because oh, yeah, it's all right. swollen closed and then somebody had to that's that's used we're just watching her and you know and then we didn't do a good job of like no, that's not it. We're just like, wow, are you okay? And she's like, well, somebody's supposed to correct me here because that's not what peer pressure is. And uh, I'm thinking about she's trampling on my joke because somebody else said something about mine later on. And and uh, but anyway, it was it was that. So start okay, she started off with She did, that. she did.
1: But she was yeah. hurting. She yeah. was legit hurting. She like <laughs> she had to go to the doctors afterwards and get like numbing eye drops because she was like, like how did she did it she on hears, the bus? Something with her her contacts scratching her cornea something like that. Goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah, it was, <clears throat> like, she was like, well, Delaney, if you're listening to this, way to push through the pain. Yes, yeah, she did. And, and still do your intro. Even afterwards, I was like, hey, let someone else take your kids home. She's like, I can't, I got kids. I need to make sure that she literally tears are running down her face. I'm like, Okay, good guys, for you, like, Delaney. Yeah, she was not. Gonna, she, she's for all
0: the hard time I give her. You know, we just we. She's she's so cool. Yeah, is the uh, she really does have a burden passion for that bus and Sunday school in general and all the kids she picks up. So, yeah, she's the kind that would scratch her eyeball and still insist on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> riding she, her bus to yeah. drop them up. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, and then we had uh, rules by Sister Kim. What what does she do? Uh, yeah. Rules, birthday, visitor bibles
1: this <laughs> is so bad uh, I can't remember I'm so sorry I was I you know I've been in the I've been in the classroom
0: no there's sometimes you're dealing with just behavior issues yeah, sometimes yeah. Yeah. to the point to the like you can't pay attention so you can imagine what these other kids were dealing with sometimes
1: wait what is that this <clears throat> sister Kim I thought it was brother such as Sarah Toronto did. unless they swapped it out maybe I, they did because yeah. I think Sarah Toronto I saw them give out like but Larry's saying happy birthday is, is that what you're doing right now? Yeah. I'm just going so, with the so, list. Is, I mean, is that, that where you're on your list? I think
2: they just basically I just think asked just... and just kind of went back and forth to see who, you know, yeah. okay, what's rules? You know, give me give me one of the rules. It's kind of yeah, like, it's just,
0: special. In, in a perfect world, everything would teach the theme. It's not the way it works every week. Yeah. We, we do our best, but whatever. And they, and,
1: and they might have done something. I think I was I was trying to get ahead yeah, of I something. Think
2: uh, ca- yeah, Danny, I think now I'm thinking. He said something like, you know, if you got somebody next to you that's, did, did this disruptive or something like Ooh, that positive and, and, peer pressure yeah, so you know and, like and so that kind of thing so it's kind of like you know don't don't give into that you know and stuff like that you gotta you know so, some yep. kind of
0: like that um, so then we had a song Bree did a couple songs uh, an action worship song later on uh, do you guys remember a song we sang peer pressure Bree's, Bree's pretty innovative so she probably came up with a yeah. new one um, I can't remember which This one. is
1: bad. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Bree, it was awesome. Oh, we just yeah, don't remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, you guys remember the mini lessons, Sarah? It, with uh, Sarah. They did Sarah and Larry? They did uh, a yes. couple. The, yeah, uh, so they so did the one with the, the, the bed of nails. The bed of nails. With the, Where you had the light, I mean the, uh, the, balloon. the balloon in the middle. Yep. And you push it down, and you know, uh, succumbing to the pressure. Well, so, so they... Uh, they talked about, you know, first they showed that it was a real balloon. It was funny though, because there was a bunch of kids in the back. So I was back there I was doing yeah, that. They that was were like, funny. those aren't real balloons. Those aren't real balloons, <laughs> especially when they started getting on the bed of nails and squishing them and squeezing them. So at the end of their lesson, I was like, hey, I have a question. Can you prove to these guys that those are real balloons? And then they, but Larry got the balloons and he rip them with his teeth and he showed that you don't see they're, they're real balloons and so I was like told you guys <laughs> so.
0: so if you haven't seen that lesson it's it's the same concept as the bed of nails that you can lay on you have so many nails that there's no one point of pressure strong enough to pop it <clears throat> but when you have a whole bed of them in this case it's a piece of wood about 12 inches wide by 4 inches long or whatever and there's a hundred nails in there so that took a lot of drilling so then I shoved a bunch of nails through it. And uh, if you have the same thing top and bottom, so you have 200 nails squishing. No, no, no. The top one doesn't no, the have top nails. The top one's one yeah. just flat. And it just there's a balloon pushing against these nails. And there's no way this thing is going to be able to take that. Because these are sharp nails. And somehow uh, it's distributed among the 100 nails. And a balloon, a weak, fragile little balloon, doesn't even pop. It's wild. You can squish it almost like a pancake and it still doesn't pop. So how did he use that to teach uh, well, just, it was just, the just pressure, the, right? Yeah,
2: just that, you know, you can be under, under a lot of pressure, you know, and... and, and you know, God helps you. It, God will bear, help you get okay. through it or whatever. They did... The, what else? They, did, they added something else at the very end. They did two kind of lessons, didn't they? I mean... I can't what else I did. think would say it. I, I thought they did. It, did I remember?
1: Because they wrapped talking. it up with that, but they wrapped it up with verses, of course. Verses. You know, yeah. So. so
2: they went to verses. A couple. Of, I can't remember which scriptures they used, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Look up uh, apostolic Sunday School.com and you'll, you'll see that. Just look up bed of nails or nails or something. You can see. It. <clears throat> then we had a game that teaches. I have Sarah and Danny doing that. Yep. They We're, did the. Uh, they had the, 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 the cups yeah. with the
2: balloons. Yeah. So, so they had uh, two sides, boy. Side girl side three people each I think it was and had like ten cups on the things and each uh, blew up a balloon and that was their you know, releasing pressure or something but the object was to blow who could blow the balloon the like, ten cups off the table fastest they got it using just the air her, that comes out of the balloon blow and it yep, up again right. and keep doing it and it was funny one kid couldn't blow up his balloon so daddy had to keep blowing up the balloon for the guy. <laughs> They shared a balloon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, we're,
1: we're, <laughs> we're very careful with COVID. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: so then we had a skit in a puppet show, and mm-hmm. some guy named Bob Lee did that one. Was that yeah. mine? Yeah, that was
2: <laughs> you. Okay. Yeah. Well, so a couple of weeks ago, and I asked you if it was okay. Is you? Oh, it's ventriloquism. It's a ventriloquism. Yes, and, did. Uh, I was a terrible ventriloquist, but I came out. You know
1: what? The kids loved it. Did they? Did yeah, they I did. couldn't did. tell. I was watching. I was the point because I remember doing that podcast. I listened to you guys and like, one guy was saying, like, you know, after a while, they're they're just looking at the puppet. They're not even. So, after a while, when you were talking with the puppet, I was just watching the puppet talk. I was just like, oh, oh, okay. You know, like, I wasn't even watching you no more, to be honest. And they were both. It was a redheaded puppet, too. So, (laughs) I don't know if you did that on purpose or not.
2: I grabbed, I I think it was, uh, what what was the guy's name? Uh, The Great. Like, I'm the Great. Danny or whatever, what was the puppet's name? You did a uh, David kid uh, Freddy Freddie, Freddy. Yeah, I think it was Freddy. Super Freddie. Super, Freddy. <laughs> super, Freddy, super Freddy, yeah. So I, so I pulled him out. But actually, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just I'll kind of tr- do a ventriloquism thing, you know. And but I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't care, you know. And it was funny. My wife before I got going, she said, just wear a COVID mask.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, then, then I could just, yeah, I thought, Okay, yeah. that's brilliant.
2: I was, was going to say something like, yeah, hey, he's real nervous about you know people getting so close, close to him. So. Uh, that is a so lot about doing what
0: that. worked, <laughs> <That> worked.
2: <laughs> so so I pull out uh dummy I introduce him and then he's 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 got a, he's got a Indian accent, you know, uh-huh. and um, so he and he gets he gets kind of upset. Like, Freddie's got dummy. a split personality. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: he actually did a really good job keeping it with the, that Indian accent with the the uh, dummy too. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so he said, "Don't call me dummy." I go, well, "I'm sorry. What do you want me calling?" He said, "Senior dummy." And I <laughs> yes. go, "Oh, I didn't know you're Hispanic." He goes, "I'm not. What well, makes you think that?" And so I'm going. I'm just having this dialogue back and forth with this dummy, and he said, "You should be the dummy." And I'm like, "Okay, well, so I, I got some stuff planned." If the kids liked it, I'll I'll bring him back. But I just, uh, so what did I, oh, so anyway, so he's going to help me talk about peer pressure and playing on the pun kind of thing. He said it's the vertical vertical pressure upon a surface, usually surface, usually measuring pounds per Square inch like the Santa Monica pier can handle 729.2 pounds per square inch. That sounds oh, very positive. Yes. <laughs> so, so I go, really? oh wait, but okay, but that's not what we're talking about. So we're not talking about that kind of peer pressure. Um we're talking about, you know, like Shad and I was and this was kind of this is kind of funny. Uh so Sarah comes up to me before the class. She goes, So are you talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I go, No. And she goes, You're not? And I'm like going, well I wasn't planning on it she goes you have to because that's what you, the skits of, is about that I go well I figured everybody else was going to talk about it she goes well, well, so, so I'm going to get out there so she says that uh, we we got to communicate better because we trample and we tell the story three times I go I know that's why I wasn't going to tell the that story that's <laughs> when <laughs> uh, so nobody told it so I go okay okay awesome. so I had to kind of okay I'll try to work it in so anyway so I go no 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 um, so funny so uh, senor Dami it's, it's uh, you know, Shadrach Meshach get a bed and a go. you know, the the king put up the statue and whenever the music played, they were supposed to bow down to it and, you know, and if they didn't, they get thrown in the furnace. He'd go, oh, no, 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 I won't I won't bow down to it. And, you know, I go, okay, well, that's good. You're not going to give in to period. Go, no, it's because my uh, my bones and joints are, are, are too stiff. I can't bow down. So I'll just stand up and worship him. I go, no, 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 that's not right. Yeah. So I just I just kind of try to make up some stupid yeah. stuff. And I told the story and then I then I tried to get him off and... and uh... Yeah, so he he's- He's taking this
1: <laughs> this puppet off, so he just like act like he's gonna walk out off the stage while the puppet grabs the wall. So he makes the puppet like like grab onto the wall and he won't go back. So he's like wrestling this thing. It's like no, 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 no! I don't want to go back! I don't want to go back! <laughs> it's so funny. But then somehow it tied into Gertrude, who's like from one of our previous plays of Gogurt and somehow he had a she had a he had a crush on Gogurt but has never met her before and they just like <laughs> and then he throws back her he he eventually throws dummy back with Brother Danny, who's his future father-in-law, like it, it was like it was like what just <laughs> happened? But he was wrestling this dummy, like he's like no, no, I don't want to go back. It was really funny.
2: Yeah, uh, it was It was, it was uh, dark and lonely back there. He goes, unless you bring my girlfriend back. Was, yeah, girlfriend. I didn't know he had a girlfriend. he Goes, yeah, Gertrude. And I go, I didn't know you guys were going out. It was on, yeah. I haven't met her yet. <laughs> well, she doesn't know yet. But, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know yet. So. Know. How about if you meet Danny? Maybe, oh you know. my God! I don't know if it's a good idea to be back here with her. And he, yelled, and he said it, that, uh, I go, you know, some something about he evolved. I, oh, I, I tried to, I got on stage and I said his mom's calling him. And he goes, no, 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 that's impossible because I evolved. So I tied in last week's too. Whoa. So I, oh, he wow, goes, you ever evolved around. And he goes, yeah, I, from all the scraps of all the costumes back here. And I go, no, 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 I, you know what, I need to talk, give me the Bible study. So anyway. So. Well,
1: is that your first time during <laughs> ventriloquism in front
2: of school? I, I think so. That's yeah. cool,
1: though. Because, that's yeah, awesome. that's
0: good. So. I, I have... I've seen just enough to think that that could be a super, super good teaching technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's one of those skills that nobody's ever really developed yeah. in our in our church. I think that could be really cool. Yeah. Well, you really know,
2: and, and so here it is. And I, and I mean, you could get. I looked up those things. I didn't see the price, but I think they can get very expensive. But mm-hmm. they're they're really cool. They got some yeah. mechanical things the in there. So the and, eyes can move. They can swivel. You can get some really sophisticated ones. <laughs> yeah. And but I'll, I'll tell you, um, fifty plus years ago, I went. To, I was invited to a church. Um, Uh, Grace Baptist Church about two miles down the street from my house. They had a ventriloquist there and I can still remember that. I don't remember what he talked about. I just remember being funny and uh, um, but I, I can still kind of remember that and the guy. So I just used one of our regular puppets and just kind of you know did it. So it wasn't a, I just used the puppet. But uh, but you, 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 the thing is, you could go a long ways with, with that kind you of can, concept. You so. can, and it
0: takes a monologue and makes it a funny dialogue now between yourself and this, and this puppet that you are controlling. But like you said, you, you, you completely
2: forget. Mm-hmm. You just got to be careful that the, the, the dummy doesn't say something real crazy and, and it's going to get you in trouble. Yeah, you got to watch it. Right, yeah. You, I mean, watch you watch never know dummies. what they're going to say.
0: You when Bob's holding it, I believe that. <laughs> like, do you have permission oh. to be on the
1: platform? Like, gotta go get Pass oh, his permission really. first. <laughs> oh, and then we had the final lesson Brother Julian. You guys did that. Yes. Oh, that was and, good. And so I... Uh, but it's funny because you're talking about that, that group message. I actually wrote out my whole lesson and I put it in the – but it was a novel that I was sending. And I was just like, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page, but I'm saying too much. And so I deleted it <laughs> and I never ended up sending on the WhatsApp, like what we're talking about. But uh, so what I ended up doing though is uh, – so I had a, a cup of water, which represented as, as a clean like vessel, you know, but then peer pressure happens. And so then uh, Sunday school teachers would come out and they will be holding papers where it said one said like TV and then it'd be like, come on brother Joel it's just a little bit of TV like come on come sit with us then uh, so I was like, okay, give in. And then they had a cup that said sin, and in, uh, or a bottle, and it was iodine. And then they put it in the water. And my water started getting worse. And so one said TV, one said bad music. Like, just listen for a little bit. And I would give in. Uh, let's see, TV, bad music, drugs. drugs. We did yeah. drugs. So uh, my wife came out. She was just super giggly and yeah. laughing. And like, <laughs> and so there, she was like, just do a little bit with It's Like, it won't make it. You'll have a good time. Look how much fun we're having and stuff. Well, eventually, by the end of it, like, my cup was just completely brown. And uh, I I was feeling really bad about giving in to peer pressure. Well, then Sister Brianna Hinckley came out, and she had one that said Sunday school. And so she was like, well, let's come to Sunday school with me. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, well, like, you've tried everything. Like, why don't you at least come with me once? and then and then so then uh, we go to Sunday school now as we're talking about Sunday school but the lead came out and he's holding a sign that said Jesus and so she brought me to Jesus and then uh, so I start to uh, I'm like praying while I'm like God like forgive me so I'm like kind of going through like a I'm just praying out loud about but the lead had a cup that said Holy Ghost and as I need more of you and he poured the Holy Ghost into the iodine which is uh, it was bleach into the iodine, which cleared up the water, and then now it's cleared up. Now, but now, yeah. now I'm like, now I'm like, I'm like, at the end of that though, I get the Holy Ghost, my cup is all clear, and I'm like, but S- sister Brie, What about tomorrow morning? What about Monday when I'm back into the same pressures again? She goes, just keep praying, stay with God, like He'll take care of you. While well, those same prayer pressures came back out, well, brother, Lee, uh, brother Larry came back out, and he had the sign that said "lying," and he was like, "Come on, bro, like you need to have my back." While well, he tried to pour the iodine back into the the cup but it wouldn't affect and all i'm doing is praying on quoting verses like you know resist the devil and he will flee you know like i uh the lord is um i have them all right now but i started quoting uh, like i'll just say a bunch of verses and talking and i would as i was talking then i started just showing the kids like no matter how much like i put more of this iodine in it it wasn't changing back into what it was because the holy <laughs> uh, ghost is helping me fight the peer pressure that's and cool then, yeah and then we wrapped it up with an altar call and and that was it
0: so. <laughs> that's awesome so we were in uh, Northern California. As we mentioned, we did a Friday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. So three consecutive services. And they're so cool. The the kids' services, uh, parents or adults, they show up completely unguarded. Like They, they think that they're there just kind of to watch the kids have a little service. And God always does something to the adults that, 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 that have their guard down, that they're not uh, expecting anything. There's a guy like... Fifty-something years old got the Holy Ghost Sunday night um, at a kid's service. I mean, what what are the odds of that, right? Um, but they had it going on like their church. They went all out. They decorated the like a laboratory. Their whole platform. They did a phenomenal job, um, and they gave two razor scooters and a bunch of science stuff and candy rain. Just just and and we all know, but it's the hook to get them there, right? Mm-hmm. And. It worked. Um, so over that weekend, there were six people in that in that church that got the Holy Ghost over the weekend. Wow. So just exciting. Yet yeah, just that uh, God is moving, and He uses Sunday school to do it. Is Brother Baglin? Mm-hmm. How many churches did he start with Sunday school? Do you, I, I don't even remember. A lot. Six or seven <laughs> yeah. different full churches were started with Sunday school. It just works,
1: and it's cool. not just for kids. Well, I was talking to a Pastor that day, and he was like. Let's start thinking of all the people who sit on pews now of our church who are products of bus ministry or Sunday school. He's like, we have a lot. We have a lot of people who are products from bus ministry or Sunday yep. school. You know, like the the one mom who came, you know, she got the Holy Ghost at, ours, you know, at our uh, kids revival we just did. You know, she came yep. to bring her son. That's what she was there for. And then she got the Holy Ghost. I was just entering a visitor card today.
0: And it says, how did you hear about us? It says, visited Harvest Fest. Hmm. And to me, that, that is like such a cool, like we do a lot of things. Yeah. And they don't all, they're not all the only way that people get in, but they all do, you know, different all different avenues to our community and, and different streams of getting people into church where God can do something. Mm-hmm.
2: So I just think it's so cool. You know, yeah, Harvest Fest. Like, I, I, I tried to get a text. I don't know if I, maybe I texted the wrong number, but of that family that came, there was a, the mom and dad that came to our Sunday school. And, uh, and oh, how did you find out? They said they Harvest, and they said that, that, that the mom told me that the kids said, "Mom, we want to go to church and learn more about God." Like, wow! I
0: love it. <clears throat> I love it. So we do this this big event. You know, the church spins... Spend, spends quite a bit and you think well what kind of return are we actually getting from that you know it just it, it, we we not only have that recognition citywide now like you said when well, on outreach you, you're knocking they know us through harvest but we we've seen it two families came immediately from that and now we have 300 families that now is in our phone call list that we're calling every Saturday from that mm-hmm. uh, and letting them know about new events are coming up and so yeah, anyway it is exciting yeah. God's doing great things. Well, it's been an hour, and I do want to talk next week or or next podcast specifically about the importance of altar working for for kids because I saw that at work this weekend. And it really is so essential to have uh, people that are really... uh, I, I hate the term "good at altar working," but yeah. I, I don't know. It's a skill. It, it, it is, is.
1: It is. So yeah. when you know when the Holy Ghost was called on, it was Acts eight when they sent Peter and John. <laughs> you know they needed they need people to go and pray with them. So yep. that's it's it's biblical yep. to have yep. someone.
0: So let's make that next week's topic, and I'd love to have Julian uh, and Brother Lee in on it if you
1: guys and your work schedules make it work. If not, we'll push it out one more week. I think I'm working, but <laughs> we'll figure it out.
2: <laughs> I, maybe, <clears> whatever. I think it's so you must be optimistic so important that I have a work schedule again it's brought up again yeah, I, was, I was looking at it coming down the wire and you, I, had, to man, in you had to throw it in Flip there you had to throw it in there
0: well on that note uh, <laughs> Brother Julian has too much word. Brother Lee doesn't have enough for
2: <laughs> you <laughs> anyway
0: Brother uh, Lee you had to throw it in there Oh, it. you're you're so much fun uh, but we are going to wrap it up here we're about a little over an hour into it so if you're out there and you have a topic that you want us to cover shoot it over to info at apostolic oh I am going to throw this in there uh, we talked talked about the Together magazine and how we really ask people to submit their ideas
1: uh-huh.
0: on Apostolic Sunday School. Now there is a huge deal that says, "Click here to submit." We have made the easiest submission form that you can imagine. Put in your name. You can upload a video straight from your phone. You don't have to record it to YouTube first. Um, mm-hmm. We spent quite a bit of money on it. Cool. But now, where you can just, wow. I think, I think in in like sixty seconds or less, you should be able to post a super quick recap you can even like hit upload a video that you haven't even taken yet turn the phone around on yourself record something real quick talk about sunday school and then hit post and it'll it'll upload it that's cool so i want you guys to help me beta test it you know throw something out there and we want it so brain dead easy that that's not the excuse for people not posting let's do it that's cool yeah so anyway god bless we'll see you guys later yes god bless god bless everybody bye